0: I don't know.
1: Shame call you I want to tell you something. This moment, I think, I feel very, very deeply is a monumental moment. Because Yudin coming together of their own accord, of their own volition not because they have to, or not because they're expected to, but because genuinely there's something inside of them that's looking to connect, that's looking to grow, that's looking to feel, that's looking to experience, that's looking to live, that's looking to come alive, that's looking to dance, that's looking to dream. It's a miraculous, miraculous thing. It's a miraculous thing. And so even before learning anything, okay, we sang a little bit, but even if we had not yet sung, it's the Meneas it's the already it's yeah. the cops <laughs> <laughs> shutting us down <laughs> just this let's try to keep it though not uh, enjoy. just this in and of itself is something that I really think is having an effect in all the Olimos above and on the whole entire world below the world is shaking. And I'm sure there are a lot of exciting things happening in the world. But I really do feel that a Kodesh Baruch is on us right now. This is, this, is a, this is the main stage. What a privilege. What a humbling honor. What a z'chus. I also want to say that to those that are sensitive to the world, as all of us need to be, as a Jew is, know that today wasn't an easy day. Today wasn't an easy day. 150 people were crushed to death last night in Korea. I don't know if you heard about this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so and a bridge collapsed, and a lot of of Tsaras for humanity. And the Jewish heart has to bleed. You have to feel that. It's not a Jewish Tsara. Who cares? There are human beings in pain. And that means that the Gula has not yet come. And it means that as we get closer to the Gula and our heart grows, we have to start to feel Not just the pain of of the Jewish communities, also good. Maybe specifically, we have to feel the pain of humanity. We have to care about humanity. We have to really start to move outward. Not just not focusing on myself because I focus on someone else. Or not just focusing on my shul, I focus on somebody else's shul. Before gaula, we have to be ready to have a heart that beats and pulses for everything. Everything that moves, everything that lives. Every rock. And every every blade of grass, certainly every human being. And so amidst that context, the fact that something so wonderfully positive is happening as this, it's a huge tikkun. It's a huge, huge tikkun. And um, I bless me and I bless you, and I bless all of us. That the Isra Shem, our rut zone, because that's what's happening here. It's just rut zone. I don't know if I'll be able to, to, to give over anything that's of use, and and I don't know if I'll speak clearly, and I don't know. I, I just I don't know anything, but what I do know one thing is that the Ratzon expressed by us coming together tonight, again, in and of itself, We want to grow. We want. Our Ratzon is strong. And that in and of itself is something to be honored. That in and of itself is something to be celebrated. So it's a privilege to sit with you. It's an honor and a chus to have come to this place, and almost immediately, to have gotten to know <laughs> neshamas that are shining, glowing, growing, and these Hashem, I bless us to be able to grow together. Hashem, Salam.
0: <laughs>
1: We're going to begin B'si'ata deShmaya with Terulamid Tes and Tinyana. Lukuta Maran has two volumes. Volume one is called Kama. Volume two is called Tinyana. The basic difference between them is that the second volume was printed after Abinahman had left the world in 1811. Rabbi Nachman died in 1810. But every single word in both volumes was reviewed by Rabbi Nachman, whether he wrote the lessons himself or whether Rabbi Nachman recorded every single word, mid everything that the Rebbe had said from memory after hours and hours and hours of the Rebbe speaking after a Chag, after a Shabbos, whenever it was, he would run and quickly write it down and he brought it to the Tzaddik. Everything was checked over. Rabbi Nachman gave his stamp on every single letter. So we can't say that nothing here, that there's anything here that doesn't come from Rabbi Nachman himself, even if he didn't write it. Everything was checked over. The second volume was printed after Rabbi Nachman was Nifter In all subsequent editions they're printed together. So you'll buy a Sefer that says L'Kutum Ran for there are two volumes. So in the beginning you'll see it just says L'Kutum Ran Stam and then in the second volume we see it says the Maran tinyana. tinyana. is Aramaic for second, volume two. But it's all one safer. So let's take a look at thirty-nine <clears throat> Tara Lamid Tess. We'll just jump into it because if we start with Hakdamas, we'll be here for all eternity. Because Rabbi Nachman said his whole safer is just Hakdamas anyway. It's all introductions. So let's just jump into the introduction. It says the Sadik, Yisrael Amen. Va Amen. Pasek says in Telem, L'chu chaz'u mifalois Hashem. Tabaramelech says, Come and see the wonders of God. Asher some shamis ba'aretz. On a literal level means, He has placed devastation on the earth. Something terrible happens, a big tsunami, an earthquake. It's awesome. Chazal even talk about thunder, something so common and simple as thunder, as being put into creation for the purpose of trying to shake off what Chazal described as any little bit of closing up of the heart, thunder can shake you a little bit. It reminds us we're not in control. There's something beyond this we can't control that can, that can shake us. So David Malach says, just on a shot level, come and see the wonders of Hashem when devastation unfolds on the earth. The Rebbe gives a taich, an understanding over here that's about two miles deeper. And he says, 2,000 to million to billion miles mm-hmm. because the truth is that it's a wonderful, awesome, mind-blowing thing. What is? That a Kodesh Baruch who created the whole creation. And of course, all of us are thinking, what's the Bria? It's the created world, the natural world. We're going to see in a minute there again, just the way that he spoke and what his hasaga, what his perception was. We'll get to in a second. But he says, Hashem created this world. That the creation contains within it all kinds of awesome, wondrous things. And he just has to pause and just, How awesome are God's creations. And then he, he hits us with, with a classic, like even in this little world, like the Rebbe wasn't talking about this world. This world is cute. You know, Niagara Falls is nice. The Rebbe is talking about the he says, look at this Bria. And he says, also this world also got through you a couple of bones. You know, it's also nice. How awesomely wondrous are the, are the wonders of Hashem. There are four levels of creation, inanimate, which is stones, earth, and then plant life. And then animals and then humans, the so chule. See he says, or rather, who can imagine, who can dream of the greatness of Hashem that unfolds, that unfolds throughout the creation, the natural world around us. And then he says, certainly Mikol all the other spiritual realms that are baked in as the spiritual blueprint for the physical reality. All of which is captured in the last He of Yud Vavke, which we refer to as the Olam HaAsiyah, it's the world of action. But there are three other letters. The world of atzilus is the letter Yud. The world of Bria is the letter He. The world of Yitzira is the letter Vav. All of these forerunners to the physical realm contain within them awesome, awesome, incredible creations. Incredible Brias. There's a place in Saran where Rabbi Nachman describes one of the angels that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has. And he says it has a thousand heads and each head has a thousand tongues and each tongue speaks a thousand languages and each language sings a thousand songs. I think if you do the math it comes out to three trillion. Three trillion songs that are sung from one angel in perfect harmony. This is one Malach in one of the worlds up there. One. And Rabbi Nachman seems to have been familiar with some of the things that were going on up there. We have that from many, many sources. He lived more there than here. But we're going to see in a minute that he mamish lived here. Because the whole point of the lesson we're about to learn is that there is here, which we'll get to. The <laughs> Ah, okay, Umi, right, okay, fine. Then he says, and everything, everything, everything in this world, every particle of physicality, and all the spiritual worlds as well, nivra it's created for the Jewish nation. Not for us in the sense that it's time for me to put my feet up and just relax, because anyway, everything is for me. And so there's, we develop, chas a sense of entitlement. No. It wasn't created for me in the sense that it's here to give me something. It was created for me to fix. It was created for me to elevate. It was created for me to illuminate. That's what it means. It was created for me, not for me because I'm supposed to take advantage of it. Rabbi Nachman says in Torah, hey, you don't have this farm in front. of You really could die if you don't have a safer to really buy one. Outside the context of our learning together, just to have a Lukut around in your house. It's a tremendous, tremendous school. Up. I don't know, do they have over here Torah treasures? Do you know what they sell? Yeah, yeah. My yeah? Mind yeah, they sell. So, really, Kedai, Really, it's a good investment. But the Rebbe says over here, in Torah, in Torah
2: yeah, Hay. So
1: that's what I'm about to get to. That's exactly what the Rebbe says. Listen to these words. I'll just read you a few lines. The Rebbe says, right in the beginning of, of Torah Hay, call arkit Kitsarich, call Adam loymar, Hazal tell us every person needs to say, call oilam li nivra I'm not reading in the in the in the page, I'm reading outside from Torah Hay in the first volume. Chazal tells us every person needs to say the whole world is created for me. So again, what does that seem to mean? it's, it's all for me. It's all for me. like it gives you a sense almost of entitlement. The world is here for me, I'm the center of the universe. Says the Rebbe, whoa, Nimsa emerges. Kisha oilam Nivra b'shvili. if the world is created for me, then sarach ani lil oysulayin. That means that I have to start to scrutinize and to be aware all the time of what needs fixing in the world. And to fill that which is missing, that which is void in the world. And to pray for the world. So Ibn Benachman learns that that's what it means. The Jewish nation is nothing. We're a channel for godliness. We serve humanity. Or lagoyim. And our task as Yidin is to achieve a level of dveikus and a level of clarity so incredibly stark and clear that we see our identity as being gowned up with an existential mission. A mission to who? A mission to everything. A mission to everything that moves and everything that doesn't move. A mission to... That's where we get our confidence, not our confidence. There's no such thing. Self-confidence. Self-confidence needs to be rooted in self-confidence with a capital S and a capital C, which means the true self. There's only one true conscious being. We're little sparks of that, and I contain a little bit of that, and you contain a little bit of that. We contain one collective soul that itself is a spark of that, just like Chava is created from Adam, but it's all, it's all Adam. It's all the Adam Elyon. It's all Yudkevavke. It's all Hashem. Mavadai. So where do I get confidence from? Because then it seems like, so then I'm batos, so then I don't exist. No. It's the greatest confidence in the world. You heard of a singer, Chanam um, Benari? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Khanam Benari has an amazing, amazing song, many amazing songs. One of his songs, very famous song, very controversial song, with a high part says, "Ani <speaking> in <Hebrew> sof <speaking> lavush <in Hebrew> What does it mean? He says, "Ani <speaking in> kol, <Hebrew> I am everything." Why? Because Klum. <speaking in Hebrew> because <speaking in Hebrew> I, meaning the way that regularly we think about ourselves. With our ambitions, and our past, and our circumstances, and our homes, and our cars, and our wives, and our families. Anilo Klum. Sure I have a body. Orien Sof I'm endless, endless, infinite light encapsulated within a body. And the more that I can shift my identity to that kind of mission orientation, you better believe I have confidence. that's something personal, naturally I have very, very little confidence. Always, my whole life. Very, very little confidence. I was always the guy who was like, just got embarrassed very, very easily. Used to turn red all the time. Anybody looked at me a little, a little. I, I, I really didn't have a lot of confidence at all. I still don't have confidence. What gives me strength to go into schools, into places, into things, and to speak, and to do what I hope to, to, to try to do in the world is because somewhere along the way, I really started to dive in, Rabbanu and make my life about about the tzaddik, make my life about about trying to sh- spread light in the world, and then my confidence, not my confidence, it's 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 the confidence of everything, of everything. It's not me. Ani ha and therefore anilo klum, but it doesn't leave me an empty shell. So b'shvili nevra oila means to serve as a channel to mamish fix the world to fill the world. So the Rebbe says over here, everything in creation, the physical world, all the spiritual realms, everything there is, was created b'shvil Yisrael. <coughs> but the Yisrael ba'atzman, okay, but why were we created? Asan, Shabbos. We were created for the aspect of Shabbos Kodesh. What does this mean? Shabbos he says Shabbos is a little bit of a taste of the fixed world of the ultimate world like we said before Shabbos is Milosh and shav, to return, to go back Shavas. the b'ditchever says and Shabbos, a Jew is able to go back to return all the things that we're involved in Shabbos realigns us Shabbos is one taste, a 60th of the world to come of Olam Haba Alamaba is not some different world somewhere. Alamaba is mamish this world. But it's a world illuminated through human perception with the presence of a Kaddish baruch. It's nothing different than it is now. It's a shift in human consciousness to begin to live on a very, very high level, a mission level, a transparent level, an expanded level. Everything changes because all the puzzle pieces are already there. We just need to put them together. Shabbos is tachlis meisi shemayim for arts, like we say in Davening, Friday night. Shulbachinas olemanashamis. It's, it's a world of souls. Now, let me ask you a question: This world is not a world of souls? Of course it is. But we get so thrown off by the perception of the physical flesh that we call the body that we start seeing each other as like community members, as if like that's. A natural, normal thing that another human being should live next door to me. Do you know what a human being is? We get used to it, so we think it's normal. It's not. If you were the only human being in the world and never saw yourself in a mirror, and you should have one day have the opportunity to see a another human being, even imagine yourself without a body, just pure consciousness, and all you had <coughs> seen was either animals—let's even say animals—a cow and a horse and a donkey—and then you saw a bunch of rocks and plants and you saw a human being, you'd be mind blown. You'd think it's an extraterrestrial. You'd, you'd think it's, a, it's, it's an angel. The ability to speak, the ability to cry, the ability to feel, the ability to, to hear, the ability to create, to think. It's miraculous. However, it's miraculous. We get so used to life. So you're like, oh, there's Herschelah, there's, you know, it's like, like it's a normal thing. It's not, it's a, it's a miracle. or all oh, pashit miracles. This is the ulamana shamas. Golas means that we stop seeing things as they really are. Geula, which is not one day Mashiach comes, a light switch goes on. Geula is for me and you to bring. Geula is the sun rising, kima, kima, slowly but surely. Geula, this is part of Geula. Yidin, so we're going to learn in a minute. Absorbing a broad-minded consciousness that helps them see through physical eyes but to see a completely different world and to start relating to each other in this way. Parents to children, teachers to students, friends, co-workers, how we look at work, how we look at eating, how we look at sleeping. This is the other An-Shamas. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Sure. <clears throat> you said before,
2: like we're like one an Sure. But didn't Hashem create individual types of nashramas with different
1: he most certainly did.
2: strengths and weaknesses, abilities, or whatever? So you're saying that's part of the one nashrama within the differences that each has?
1: Let me ask you a question. A puzzle completed portrays one picture. But that doesn't stop each piece from having its own chalik of the picture. So it's true. Every nashrama is a chalik. But we all emerge from a neshama klalis that's called Knesset Yisrael, where all of us are absolutely one. We have five chalakim of our own individual neshamas: nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, and yechida. And above that place, it's just it's it's just one, just one. So both can be true. It's one, and it's also fragmented. Our job is to perceive the oneness, see ourselves as just playing one little tiny part, one little cog in a very vast machine that's moving the world. Toward, toward a rectified place, toward a completed place. That's called Shabbos. That's the oelam Shabbos. It's a world of Shabbos, a world of emuna. Then we're going to be able to perceive a Kurdish who properly without any obstacle, without anything that's getting in the way because then we're gonna see how everything is one. Because Hashem is one. And the world is a Kodesh Baruch who's handiwork. Every little tiny particle of us, of the of the world is a revelation of Hashem's Ahthas. We call Echad And everyone will be able to point with his finger. Whoa, a finger? I thought we we're talking about Olam and Hashamas. Yes. Nashamas have fingers. Because Nishamas have bodies, and bodies is the Do you ever think about that? What everyone's gonna point with his fingers. I mean, fingers. We're talking about a spiritual world, aren't we? Of course we are. We're also talking about a physical world. This is the sheet of the Ramban. It's this world infused with spirituality to the point that we still have a finger, but that doesn't stop us from pointing at the Kaddish Baruch. Shumas have bodies. I mean,
2: when, the, when someone dies, Neshama goes up. What do you mean? Why is the body over there?
1: It's a tour of the body. tour of the body. Oh, a a tour of the Neshama. You mean the body is a tour of the Neshama? Right. And the body is just the. you ever saw. I don't know if they still have it these days, but I'm sure you guys are just as old as me and many of you older <laughs> car. I, I usually speak to, to students, but they have they have um, what is it called? Car- like a carbon copy. Right. You write on the first thing and then you lift it and it, and it just copies over in that way. Fades as things go on. That's how it is with this with the world. Everything in this world is just a couple of pages down from as it is in the well, we're the, most faded we're right? the most faded version. But we're going to see in a minute. That if we look at it properly, we could see this is the most intense version. We're going to get to it. And I bless us to be able to get to the piece from Rav Cook because that's really, in a way, brings this all out very strongly. We'll get to it. It was not this week, so we'll do a Hemshek. So, this is the ultimate Tachlis. And if you remember that Gemara in the end of Tainus, the Gemara says, not that everybody's stomp pointing. Where are they pointing? La'asid lava. the Gemara tells us that Kodesh Baruch who makes a machal at tzaddikin. He makes a circle for all, for all the nehem right? And he sits in the middle of them. The whole echad spy. they all point because they're in a circle. So they're pointing to the middle. The most incredible thing is that if you really think about it, if you didn't know what was going on and you saw all of these tzaddikim, which is all of tzaddikim, so all of Amish pointing, you would see that they're all pointing in a different direction. If you didn't know that they were pointing to something in the middle, the way it looks like <laughs> is that I'm pointing here, let's say Akiva's on the other side of the machal tzaddikim, and he's pointing Mamish this way, and I'm pointing that way, and you're pointing that way, and he's pointing this way. It means so lovely, we realize that wherever you point, say Hashem wherever, wherever you point in every direction, it's because of this that the Kiddush Baruch who created the whole, the whole thing, the whole shebang. Is for this, for this, for this. Not just any kind of Torah Also, of course, every kind of Torah perfects the world, gets the world closer. But right now, it's like we mamish need to upgrade our consciousness completely. We need to, to engage with the halachas and with the Torah and with the mitzvahs through a completely different lens, a completely different lens. And this kind of learning helps us do that. Existential clarity. Puts things in perspective, because otherwise Yiddishkeit becomes like the Navi Yeshayod decries. Tzav le Kav Okay, so it's one halacha here and it's one commandment there. but We don't see how anything connects. What's the big picture? What are we here for, Bechlal? And how do we align ourselves with that ultimate purpose in every waking moment? What a privilege. What a privilege to have tzaddikim like this. If that's the ultimate goal, and that's what we're trying to get, then we should be able to perceive within everything a little bit of a glimmer, of a whisper of that ultimate tachlis. Why is that? This is incredibly deep. We could talk about this for, for a few hours now. We're just going to try to be a mikatzer and learn one Torah Shlema together, and then we can choose what we want to do going forward. But just to get a taste, just to start. Everything in creation has a beginning and an end. A bunch of ways of learning this, right? A beginning and an end in terms of when the thing was created and what the shelf life is when it expires. Let's say milk, right? So when it, when it was milk, that's the Aschala. And it sits on a shelf and it has an expiration date and then it spoils. That's the end. But the Rev is talking, again, to keep using this word because it's a good, important word to learn and to know and to say. On the existential level, just far deeper than just the way things appear. On the most essential basic level of what this thing is, everything has a haskalah and a saf that goes far beyond when it came into the world and when it's gonna leave the world. No. The haskalah of a thing is what's the purpose, right? What brought it into being? That's the haskalah of a thing. For
2: example.
1: What would for example? For example, let's say uh, an inventor. <clears throat> back in the let's say 1930s maybe 1920s 1930s realized that it's very very hot inside sometimes on a summer day and he doesn't know what to do he's sitting there schwitzing, and he knows he's an inventor he's good with electronics and so he, he comes up with this thing called a fan this thing blades whirs around blows some air cools you off what was the Haskalah of the thing the haschalah of the thing was the need the need that awoke the ratson. that's the Haskalah, right now, in this kind of conception, the beginning and the end are the same. That's what we refer to in the khadaidi. Soif it's been When he finally goes ahead and makes the, the fan, which is the end of his creative process, that fan right now embodies the need, his his thought, his vi- had right, his vision, exactly. Here? The beginning and the end is ma'am. When, when does that ever expire? When there's no need for a fan. Uh, to you, uh, well, the, the is fan it, is like a, it's is, 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 a is a gas like a muscle. it when, when the need goes away, right? Let's air, say, for example, air on, comes around. Well, right, exactly, when air conditioning comes around. Or, for example, for example, uh, you know, last night I did a little bit of a gig with an amazing, amazing organization. I'm sure all of you are familiar with the clubhouse, right? Amazing, amazing. And and never it's heartbreaking, but it's also the most beautiful thing in the world because chavah like that, you just don't find anywhere else. And it seems like Kurdish Baruch Hu handpicks neshamahs that are the loftiest, most glorious neshamas that the world looks at as failures because the world doesn't have eyes for the biggest successes in the world because love like that, connection like that, openness like that, sensitivity like that, compassion like that, love like that—you don't find in, in you know, in, in in year nine. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. And just don't find it. Anyhow, without getting into that whole thing now, so we can talk about that also, which we will. There's a lot to talk about. Why am I bringing that up? Ah, because as I was leaving, I told Ari and Hamalach. I told him, because he said, oh, thank you so much for coming, this and that. I said, it's the first of many. And then it just popped into my head. I said, I'm going to put you out of business, right? I said, let's put you out of business. Why? Because hopefully we could be giving our kids enough support in school that that they feel that they have a little bit of a a self, not a self of an ego, a self of a mission. That's what we're missing. So right now, Yiddish Kitesh, like a culture. Like, okay, here's what we do. Here's what we don't do. Who who gets a sense of mission? Maybe in Chabad, you get it a little bit. Breslau. Where do, you, where do kids get a sense of mission, like, I'm a part of something. Yeah, Kiddush Baruch Hu came down on our Sina, not for Kugel and Cholent and, mm. and, and L'chaim, at the end of mm. a, at the end of a Kiddush, which is also good and also holy. We have to conquer the world, Hevra. There's no time. There's no time. If there's a crowd crushing Korea, that's because I'm not doing what I need to do yet. And I'm trying. The world needs us. We have to give this to our children. So I told him, I said, we should put you out of business. Why? Because then hopefully the necessity will run out and he can, he can go on his merry way and do something else amazing in the world. But when the, when the need runs out, so then, then that's the self. But ultimately, all the while that the thing exists, I can look at it and see it as a thing. Okay, so there's the clubhouse. But if I have eyes that look toward the haschalah, I want to know, wait a second, what is this? Why is it here? What need is it filling? What was the rutzon of its founder, right? How does it? What does it embody?
2: It's difficult to compare it to gashmius level and the level. The level, the circumstances change, people's requirements, dating, technology, whatever changes. But when Bria was created, it was it was much more of a long term. Not there wasn't. I'm saying obviously it was awareness that generations would change and everything. But there, sun would always be sun. The, the moon would be the moon. What does it mean? There's a sun and there's a moon and there's a vision.
1: Level. True. So the Rebbe's talking about vision on the on the on the most Expansive encompassing level meaning to say that includes the Sun and the moon We're not talking about Protus now We're talking about each thing as it plays its part puzzle pieces in the big picture
2: What's
1: the spot-and-sof? We're oh, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. That's what, sure that, what the Rebbe is gonna say now But but I just want to give over before we get to that I want to give over what the Rebbe means that you can find the sof within every detail I'm, I'm explaining that if you came across a fan so then immediately, even though the inventor died, right, you don't know who invented a fan, you have a, you have a kesher to his ratsum, to what his big picture was, right, you have a kesher with that what the need was, what purpose it's fulfilling, it takes some more well, meaning there's difference between exploration and something um, having succeeded, yeah again, I'm just using a gastronistic commercial but on, the, on any level, even in a even spiritual
2: level that, you know, something might not necessarily, something can be completed in a, in a positive way, there's right. a chapter on that doesn't necessarily mean it had a so if I'm not saying is gone, it meant that you won,
1: you conquered, you achieved. Yeah, I mean, but again, that, that thing lingers in memory, so it's still Kayam on a certain level. So I'm always able to reflect on it. But we're talking on the biggest picture, which is the world stage, which is Bria as it is, Olam Asila, and Yitzira, and Bria, and Atzila, we're talking about the whole creation, and that has not yet achieved its, its, its end. But the Rebbe's Chiddush over here is brilliantly, if we have the right eyes, We can sense the Tachlis in everything. That's what he's going to say in a minute. The place where it began in the upper higher realms, in the Olam aruchni and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's vision. Until it comes down into this world and it becomes cardboard and it becomes a blade of grass and it becomes a flower and it becomes a donkey and it becomes me. I was going to say lahavdol, but I'm not going to. Right? So <laughs> it becomes me. It's also true. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> it has the beginning, but it also has the end. What's the end, says the Rebbe? She <laughs> It was created for this purpose. The most amazing thing in the world <speaking> in <Hebrew> And the Rebbe is being nice here, saying like it's possible. He means, you must. We need to. <speaking in Hebrew> Rebbe Nachman wants, and this is really the beginning of the first lesson, Tara Aleph in the first like The Rebbe says that every Jewish person needs to walk around the world and to take this world super seriously. You're walking through Endon Park. Stop. Look at a tree. Look at it. Be misboinen focus on it the way that it's shaped and the way that it is and the, and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the um the part that it plays even on a gasmitical level on all the different cycles of creation shall call of each and everything his <laughs> to see the way in which God is revealed through this tree in a way that is not revealed through through um through the through the stones through the rocks on the floor. And those are not the revelation of godliness that's coming through the birds that are chirping merrily along. And this goes to Akiva's question, each and every human being, to be misboining in that.
2: mean to meditate?
1: Yeah, to focus, to contemplate, to meditate, to take time, to stop, to pause, to think, to focus. Thanks for coming. Every single human being, look around the table, it's pile Each and every person, you see this, by the way, more and more now. In 2022 in the social media age in the age of media than you ever saw it before because it used to be that as much as each and every person was unique chazal already said thousands of years ago the way that the, our faces are different so to our neshamas are different it's true but today you see how even let's let's use just a limited example let's say uh, a guy like yishai Rebo, right for example he's on a limited level it's quote unquote limited Right, millions of views on his videos—we don't I even mean, comp- comprehend. But still, Klape—the the grander world—he's still pretty local, right? Yesharibo is just one person, but Rebo is a way of life, right? He's become—he's become a concept. He's become a, a style, a, 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 a vibe, an energy—all from one one person. So he looks differently than I look differently. I'm not any different than him. I'm way less talented than him. I'm way less—you know what no, but in terms of what i can give the world if i found my medium and if i believed in myself strongly enough like he did to go and invest $10,000 of his wedding money into his first album because just to go with it i could also i could also bring to the world a way and you can also and all of us can also so every human being is not just Stam. you we've seen it in shining examples i went to his concert in the in the what are they called the the sultan's pool over there in the old city gorgeous gorgeous and it blew me. Imamish was moved to tears just by the revelation of what a human being can, can accomplish. What one human being, flesh and blood, and he puts on his pants one leg at a time, just like me. We're massive. We are massive. The only thing stopping us is that our self confidence comes from our goof, comes from my identity as Yaakov Klein as a name on a paper. Instead of recognizing, because anilo klum, or a sof lavushba guf. If I believed that I can conquer the world, as can you, as can you, as can we. So the There's Rebbe says, of there "What's well. that?" There's
2: different kinds of
1: conquering. Sure, there is.
2: Like that, the Yiddler in the in the in the, shtetl, or the guy in the, on the bench in Mesharim, the telem's office.
1: Absolutely, believing in himself no less, so like but still feeling apart. The
2: says the Alamos that we were talking about at the beginning of the Torah, we were talking about the inference on the Alamos is like. Every dogma that we see within this lower world of like influence is only a dogma for the real influence of
1: tzaddika. Absolutely. All this is true. All this is true. I would say the similarities, though, between all of those different kinds of people, and you're right, everybody has his havojda, is the bittal to the ultimate purpose of Gilik fayt shemayim. So whether it's the tilim zag or whether it's anybody else, mm-hmm. but the tilim zag does it with as much confidence and as much feeling and as much of a mission. That's what I'm getting at. Just the mission. If you do anything with mission, it could be the smallest thing, but you do it fully, you do it fully, sincerely, authentically, it'll have as explosive an impact as a person giving a concert to thousands of people. Because we don't know, like you said, we don't know the energies, we don't know the, the vibe, we don't know we don't know how things ripple and, and affect things. But the world needs people to stand up, to move into themselves fully, to move into themselves consciously, as a Bria of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be Megala Eloquus in the world. That's what the world needs. However you choose to do that. But once we start to embody this, wonderful things will start to happen in our lives because what's getting in the way is we, not anything else. We, meaning to say an identity that we identify as that is the one with the limitations because the goof is limitation. And my this worldly human ex- existence of hopefully 120 years, but 70, 80, 90 years is 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 limited. Because it, it started and it ended. But mitzad and hashama, I'm connected to every Jew that ever walked from, the, from Avram Avinu, from Lech Lecha, from this week's parsha all the way into the end. And I believe we're minutes to dawn. And so we have to claim this mission now more than ever. And we are. And this is part of it. So ashrayinu. Lezboinim behem gedkad los habayri izbarach. Gedulas habayri izbarach. O laavdi izbarach al yadeizeh. Vechin l'ma, l'ma, tachlis and then we can keep on asking ourselves even deeper. What is this for? Okay, it's for this. Okay, but, but why? And you can keep on asking that question. Why, why, why? Until you get to the deepest, deepest place. To recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Isa adavar We're there in truth. It's enveloped within HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzon. And the whole world is just an unfolding of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will. The whole world is a revelation of that will because everything in the world has a bond with that ultimate purpose, for which it was created. which is again, this is the Tachlis That through this thing, that through this thing, you can serve a kodesh Barku by recognizing this is not just, oh, it's a tree because it's nature. No, this is a reveal revealing himself this is a portal to the divine everything that i encounter every experience not just things that i see physically every emotion every sensation every circumstance we can really live lives like Mamish at the, at the source. And every person really needs to try to devote as much consciousness to this as we can. And it's nice to learn something on a paper, but to put it into practice is a whole different thing entirely. So the mamish start to try to do this. Walk a little bit slower. Look around a little bit more. Realize that is the Tachas. Where are we rushing? Just be. That is the Tachas. Be fully in a moment, stop, pause and feel and witness, witness in a conscious way, realizing that everything, everything, everything around me is a revelation of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, That's the Tachlis, that's Shabbos. What does Shabbos mean? Shabbos means to stop because the whole week we think that we're moving, 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 moving. Shabbos means rest, but not a resting like I go to sleep, resting for long enough that I can really allow myself to experience this godly revelation we call nature, this godly unfolding we call life. Shabbos. Get, get specific. You see a, a cat, start to really notice it. Okay, look at the tail, look how it moves. Look at its colors. What are colors? Am I feeling the colors vibrantly? Look how it moves. Look, look, look at its face. Really, to contemplate. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed that thing. Hashem designed it. Every detail is another way that Hashem reveals his glory in the world he says this is an avoida. then you will have enabled this thing to reach its tachlis because it was here to communicate godliness and it needs your human conception to perceive it boom you just turned this cat into a revelation of alakos you just you just mamish made this world into a deer b'tachton now just imagine for a second, all of humanity, seven billion people walking around the world with these kinds of eyes. Tell me that's not Olam Hava. It's the same Hendon Park. Imagine every person walking through Hendon Park with this consciousness, doing what they're doing. I'm not talking about like sitting and meditating, like jogging, walking a dog, doing their thing, going to work. But aware that there's a God in the world and aware that and not only is there a God, that he's somewhere all the way up there and he created this world like I used to think of Shkacha, and he's like looking down. Oh, His mom is here. His mom is here. There's no place devoid of him. He fills all worlds. Imagine what kind of world we would have. In such a world, I can't imagine a child in pain. Can't imagine abuse. I can't imagine bullying. I can't imagine... Uh, Cheating swindling because all that is ego stuff all that is body stuff all of that is the identity I'm a human being. I have my ambitions each man for himself. This life is all we got and let's kill each other Let's fight to the death Imagine mamish this world lived out of the neshama and some of us get to taste this for little moments brief glimpses but imagine if we could attain this level to literally live on this level be a different place. Business would still function. Everything would go on. But with a collective kind of consciousness. That, and, and like, every, that's it. It wouldn't be like, we're not trying to get anywhere. We're just living. We're just being. We're just experiencing a locust.
2: What's the, just to use the cat example, right? The for it, What is the actual Hashem that comes from it? Just recognizing that Hashem created this thing? Or is there something more?
1: Who am I to say? I Mamish don't know I, I, that's I should have began also with that caveat I mamish don't know what I'm saying So if anything sounds off It's mamish me It's not the Rebbe So I don't know what he means I, I think on one level Possibly it means That the Rebbe is saying This itself is an avodah You're serving Hashem with, with a cat So yesterday you served Hashem with a lulav And today you're serving Hashem with a cat And I'm not even going to say though Because this is mamish a, a mitzvah A sidi reis A isa, Mamesh, a mitzvah Not only It's a constant mitzvah Lulav I shake Seven days a year this is mamish a mitzvah. It's and I turned name the name. cat into a chifetz mitzvah. Amazing thing. I sanctified the world. I took an otherwise unremarkable cat and I turned it into a chifetz for my I conquered the world for Kedusha. So I, I think maybe that's one of the ways the Rebbe is saying. Again, on his level of Asaga, he probably means that the cat, for example, like Sholem HaMelech, the cat has a message for me. What am I supposed to learn from the cat? Shalem Amalek did learn. See us from a cat, right? So maybe on the Rebbe's level, you know, there's other avodas that I can learn, but I'm not at that. I don't know what a cat is, You know, I don't know. You know, but, but I I think that what's basic for us that we could take on that's not a very high madriga is to start to be more conscious of, of things that we see in life and realize this is Hashem. This, this is Mamash Hashem's presence. You know, we walk around the whole time and we're saying, Shalom, give me a sign. Shalom, I'm talking to you all the time. Why don't you ever talk back? How do you know Hashem's form of communication? Maybe life is Hashem communicating to you. And it's not maybe. HaKadosh Baruch who created the world with Dibor, with speech. That means that every single tiny fragment of our experience is an experience of Hashem's frozen communication in the world around us. It means Hashem spoke. And it froze as existence all around me. <laughs> Hashem's words, forever are cemented into this thing we call heaven. When you look up, we need to perceive Hashem talking to me. So I could go my whole life and I could say, hey, you're not speaking to me, you're not speaking to me because we're not tuned into that frequency. If we were tuned into that frequency, everything is Hashem speaking to me. Everything is Hashem holding me. Everything is Hashem's communicative expression. Everything. Different world same world different world legamre 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 ah so here the Rebbe says ada shoyavile bkhina sat takhdosh la davar shu hu bkhina shabes ulemanashamas then we can mamish exist in this way of souls short with bodies but mamish neshamas begufah we he says the big bale sego they're really really able to get there they're really able to, to understand this, but he says, <laughs> but just people like us, we feel so small sometimes. <laughs> the Rebbe says, that oftentimes, at least we perceive ourselves to be in a very, very low level. We're the last dyrus before Mashiach, or the feet. You know, of the earlier generations, they say, were this, we were then, we're donkeys, and 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 how could we ever hope to live life in this way? which is exactly what all of us are here for at this year, exactly why we came together as a Chabura. All of us need to yearn and long. If only we would have a Manik, a Manik Hadar, a Roya Neman, a true Tzadik, a Shepherd, who is able to give us these teachings, which is the Rebbe, of course. Through his own words. Ha'ir Afilu who could shine into us, even Babakhinas Raglan, and tell us not only can we make it, we can be great. That the Rebbe said, Give me your hand and I'll turn you into kamoini mamish, mamish like me, to do it really for real. Not in an intense way that all of a sudden I have to put on a strangle and everything and, and whatever, as I am, but to perceive the godliness within everything, to live on a very, very lofty level. He can do it. So that I can come to live a life of purpose for 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 real. Where do we find this idea that a tzaddik is able, uniquely able, to lift up even those that are otherwise very lowly to the loftiest levels of perception, like Moshe. Because of his incredible greatness, He was able even... To communicate levels of extraordinary prophecy, even to those who were the lowest of the low. Even in a very, not lowest, a simple maid servant. Kama Shamra going to the Racha Chazal tell us in a number of places, Rasa Shivcha Yama, Shalai Ray The lowly Shivcha saw what yecheskel HaNavi didn't see. The Rebbe's Khidish here, because Chazal don't say this, but the Rebbe's chiddush is, where, where did they get such a thing? Because of Moshe. Because of Chazal don't say that. The Rebbe's Chiddush here is, how did the Shivcha get such a perception? <coughs> because she had a teacher like Moish Rabbeinu. That the greatest, 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 greatest light, like the Rebbe tells us in the beginning of Terah is uniquely able to illuminate the darkest, deepest pit. Greatest light is able to shine down to the deepest depths. Moish Rabbeinu is the Tzadik Adar, is able to shine down into the Shivcha. <laughs> Yechezkel was such an incredible Navi, and I could also say Remus over here, Navi gadol kaze. We know that Moshe Rabbeinu's prophecy was on the level of zeh. Aspaclaria era Right? Moshe prophesied with zeh. He pointed, Moshe, like you could point with your finger. It was clear prophecy by Moshe Rabbeinu. All the other prophets were nesna bebekoi. When they said Koya amarashim, God said something like this.
2: What do you mean
1: Koi means like something, something like this. It's like almost, like Hashem almost said something like this. It came through their Echadimian, where it wasn't clear. And that's why all the prophecies are so cryptic and Daniel and everything. Nobody knows what it is. Moishe Rabbeinu just tells us clearly, you know, very clear. Moishe Rabbeinu, Zeh means I pointed to something. It's clear. This is it. Chazal also say, Moisha saw things through a clear window. The Navim saw things through a clouded window. And interestingly enough, just parenthetically, fascinatingly, actually, Chazal tell it, the Zerah says, that at the very, very end of his life, Hashem took away that level of prophecy from him and he because he was getting closer to leaving the world. And he also assumed the level of Koi. Says the Breditschever, that's Pshat and Hazinu. Hazinu sounds, the parashah's Hazinu sounds like it's somebody else talk. It's not Moshe Rabbeinu. Hazinu HaShemai Matabeh, Sishmar Tzim Rifi, Yarev Kamado Lichhi, All these riddles, it sounds like you're reading Yeshayahu. Says the Breditschever, that's, 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 that, it is. Because Hashem took away the level of Zeh. So he started to speak like, like the other prophets, Koi. The Moshe Rabbeinu's level is this. I want to say Remez over here. Yecheska was a Navi. Kaze. He, he, Mamash was a to Moshe Rabbeinu's level. Yecheska saw the, the chariot. No other prophet saw the chariot. No other prophet saw the merkabah. We read it on Shavuot, so when everybody's sleeping. Anyway, you know, it's so, because it's so deep, you have to, Mamash, be sleeping to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like the deepest. Yecheska was a Navi. Kaze. He was almost on the level of Z. He didn't see what the shivcha saw on the days of Maisha. The <laughs> so the shivcha who had the the of zeh really means, and all of this you want to say the this that mamish the shivcha was oichah to the of zeh is because, because of, I mean, it was the level of zeh. That was the tzaddik. Even in those that are lowly. Even in those that are on the level of feet. Even the legs that are the furthest part of the body from the brain, which is the level of consciousness, of perception, of seeing things, of understanding things. They're a they're unfeeling. You could stick a needle in your heel, you wouldn't feel it. The lowest of the low. They are also able to perceive that glorious level of a Kadosh Baruch revelation. Through the wonders of Hashem, through this world, through the the lowly physical, corporeal, gross, material world. That Tzaddik's able to bring even into the lowliest people, he's able to mamish give them a hasaga that's higher than some of the other tzaddikim. And here he says it. And if they're true mekablim from the tzaddik and they're makashu themselves properly, and they're able to receive that das, and it is a das, it's a consciousness. Rabin Achman is a universe. Rebben Achman is a way. Rebben Nachman is a, is a is a lifestyle. It's possible, he says. Even these otherwise unremarkable Jews who aren't on the highest Madregas in the world, they can be on a level of Moyach Acher that's higher than even somebody else who's quote unquote on the level of Das because they're Makushir to a higher Das than that. Amazing thing. Here he says, Pshat This is Pshat, he says, go and see. Again, what does it mean, go and see? The Pasik meant, on a simple level, lechu of Adas Hashem. Go and see the wonders of God. asher some shamas ba'aretz. He has placed devastation on the earth. Says the Rebbe, completely different tich in the way that only the Rebbe could give a tich like this. Lechu says the Rebbe. means to go. How does a person go with his feet? So the Rebbe says the word lechu is a reference to the Raglayim, to the lowly levels, to the ikvus of the Meshicha. And the Rebbe says lechu Chazu. There's a way in which even those that are on the level of walking, even those that are on the level of Raglayim, are able Chazu to perceive, to see. They can also perceive the wonders of Hashem. It's that on a simple level, there's devastation on the earth, but the Rebbe learns that word is differently. Hashem. We're able to open our eyes to the experience of life. that Aqaraj Baruch who put in this lowly world. That we could otherwise just think is just a natural world. hashem Hazois It's specifically through our experience of this lowly downtrodden material world. That we could actually, if we develop this consciousness, we could literally perceive HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence. On a literal level it means, Hashem placed devastation on the earth. But the Rebbe says the word shamis can be seen as a Rosh HaTavis. HaInu HaTash HaTachles Shubukhinas shamis or Shamos. Rosh yeah. HaTavis Tachles Maise Shamaim Faaret. This word Shammoth is Rosh the ultimate purpose of heaven and earth. Says the Rebbe, chazu. Even those that are on the level of Raglayim, of walking, the lowly levels, they can also come to see Chazu. Mephalis Hashem, the wonders of Hashem. Asher, some shamas that he placed, the Tachlis, Maisei, Shammai, Va'aretz, aretz You hear how the Rebbe is reading this? Asher some shamos that he placed the ultimate purpose of heaven and earth where, Ba'aret. and that's the wondrous, wondrous thing that Hakadosh Baruch Hu did. That even the raglayim, even those that are on a lowly level, can begin to perceive, can begin to feel. Skip the parentheses for now; it's not relevant right now for this moment. I, I really want to just finish over the piece from Rav Kook, and then we'll end for tonight. Da'ino olem anes shamos. Shua Tachlis, that's the ultimate purpose, the world of souls, whom Lubish Venechos, hazu, it's exactly in this lowly world. Shal yidei shuffle, it's specifically through our experience of this lowly, otherwise unremarkable world. Daika al not just maybe, specifically, that we need to live through this life, hopefully consciously, and we grow in consciousness every day and every moment, to realize this is where it's at. This, this experience.
2: It means the whole, world. it doesn't mean just Israel, does it?
1: Everything, everything. Any country in the world. Any country, any place, (coughs) whoever you are, whatever your level is, whatever your background, it makes no difference. Humanity, life. The world was created for me. You know, for what purpose? You know, for what purpose the world was created? Bishvili, which is bishvil Yud, which is bishvil Yid, or Yehudi. And the world was created for every Yid in the world. To serve as a channel for this consciousness in relation to humanity. So that we can help people start to really live. But we first have to invest in ourselves. But not because it's about me. Or my Olam Haba. Or my Schar. Or my success. Or my is Hashem. It's a joke. There is no me. There is no me but there's a humanity, there's a you. And clap a you, there is no you, but there's a me. And so all of us need to be of service to everyone else to help encourage each other, to give each other chizik, not to let each other forget this, ever. And to bake this dasa of the tzaddik into our heart so that we can actually start to live on this level. And it changes everything, everything, everything. Mitchil of everything.
2: So we're here to not only help the Jews, but to help the Goyim also.
1: Specifically. Specifically. This is a secret that's gotten that's been forgotten. But you know who knew the secret? Avram Avinu in this week's parsha. Nefesh Asu Bukharan. What was Avram Avinu doing? What does he care with the peasants? Leave them. Go do your Avodis. You're Avram Avinu. You're that I mean, well, What's here in you?
2: Serve Hashem. to look after. this day and age we have so many truths who need our
1: help. I'm not saying that there's not. Efshalikaim Shneim. meaning to say, and I'll just give a regular, you could be walking down, uh, what's the street over here, Brent or one of these streets on Shabbos afternoon. Why is it that I should say, good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos? To every yid, and I should completely ignore every guy that's walking past me. Why shouldn't I say good morning to him? It's not a day for him. I'm Try not to say a human. No, okay, you right. <laughs> <laughs> <It> should be, <laughs> should be lucky if you're getting a chabbis back yes. from the yid, also. Yes. <laughs> you're probably more. Okay, <laughs> but, whatever. whatever. But, but Meaning to say, let our eyes be open, that whatever it is, let our eyes be open that, there, 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 that there's a world. But are priority to prioritize one. Surely you prioritize the Jew. I think so. Even in Hokus Tzedakah, it's true. Right? Of course. But in terms of our saga, in terms of our saga, everybody knows the concept of Kiddush Hashem, but to a lot of people, that's like a peripheral element. It's not peripheral. We're supposed to be an our Lagoyim. We have pushed, it, forgotten it. And even worse than that, some, in some places, we're educating our children to be suspicious of the world. To, to this, the sons are trying to do this to you, this one trying to do. It's Ma'am Heshavra. The world is what we make of it. There are 7 billion people in the world. You're going to find what you want to find. Exactly. You're going to find what you want to find. It's closer to you. Well, i am close to at eight now. You're going to find what you want to find. There is, so, now. there is so much goodness. There is so much goodness in the world. There's so much kindness in the world. There's so much openness in the world. Look for What's it. You'll find it and you'll nurture it. it. What's
2: that?
1: What that? There's a cloud. There's a cloud that that's true. But again, I would say that there's a ace of in an Jew, And there's also a chelik of a potential spark. I never know who's who. I have a halak Esav inside of me also, and guess what? It hates the Yaakov in me, and my name is Yaakov. I, I also have a halak of Esav inside of me. of Sinus Yaakov means to say there's an energy of, of rishus in the world that's trying to prevent the revelation of godliness. But if I perceive the whole world through a constricted, uh-huh. gullible consciousness to say everybody's trying to kill me, everybody hates me, everybody. We're to that's, a, everybody. That's, that's a
2: Holocaust. True. Uh, True. Uh, True. Mentality.
1: True. Chavis, saying, it's we're time we're to move on.
2: I guess strong than what God is in the DNA. I don't know. There's no it's not a source for it I'm saying There, there is a, of course there's a source. Of course
1: there's a source for it. Of course there's a source for it. But the world is changing. The world is changing. And I think and I think that sure there's a malik in the world. That doesn't mean that every person is a malik. And it doesn't either mean that I don't have a malik inside of me that I should be pretty concerned about too.
2: Practically speaking, is there no concept that the average Guy does instinct genetically? I'm
1: not sure. It has let's let me say it has not been my experience.
2: But where do we Just see hasn't. like the Vashem Shemtov going out to look after Goyim, or the Rebbe looking after Goyim?
1: In practice, stories, my The Rebbe. Nobody more than the Rebbe spoke about reaching reaching Goyen. And he was killed for it. He was mama's killed for it. And, and, that, and that's one of the Nukudas. The Rebbe talks more than anybody else about being Megayer Geirim. He says there are yeah. even though generally we don't do this. He says, or We're going to learn from Rav Cook in a minute. Rav Cook said, and this might be a controversial statement, I don't care. I'm just telling you my truth. You like it? Great. You don't? Also good. Rav Cook said,
0: in Yiddish, he
1: said, bin Rav Nachman. Rav Cook said bin Rav Nachman. I have found no other. Rebbe, Tzaddik, Teacher, and Baruch Hashem, I've learned a little bit, a little bit around. Mamish embodies what I believe Rabbi Nachman's energy was, practically the Rebbe Cook. Cook had a heart for the whole world, the whole universe. So the one that the
2: sun was working. Sure it is. Mm-hmm. Rebbe
1: Cook had a heart <laughs> for the whole world.
2: <laughs>
1: Mamish for the whole entire world. Ich bin Rav Nachman. <laughs> Avram, Avinu, is Gair, Gairim. But don't just say, ah, that was Avram Avinu. Yitzchak was Megayar Geirim. How do we know? Because it says, yeah, Be Yaakov Avinu, Be Yeshev Yaakov, Eerts Megure Aviv. Say, Chazal, what's Megure Aviv? doesn't just mean he went back to the place where his father lived. Megure is Meloshin Gairim. Say, Chazal, he, he also is obviously going can be Megari Geirim.
2: He said, he said it. He said
1: it, but it's broad in Sfar. It's broad, and they know where he said yeah. it and when he said it. I have a book at home called Shnei Ma'ar Sagdoilem, which is a book about Riv Cook's connection with Breslov. You, should, you People don't know the history. Rabbi Rabbi Nachman was going to Rabbi cook every single Shalash The Breastlers were sitting by him. They understood that there was a Neitzitz there or something. Oh, I want right. to get to the cook because we have to finish. So I, now, I just... Now, and it's a serious question. Sure. Because he said he's, he's like he's Nachman. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said that that's what he said. I didn't say he's a Khelech. I didn't say he's a chalik either. Let's not put words on anybody's mouth. I didn't yeah, say he's a Khelech. I said that I feel yes. that Rabbi understood the spirit of Rabbi Nachman and was courageous enough to apply it in certain ways that even breast slivers weren't. That's what, what I, that's exactly what I feel.
2: So, you quoted, Ruf yeah, you
1: quoted Rav oh, Many, many, many different things. We're going to see in a minute, or no, Rav Kook's no, definitely? No, no, <laughs> he's, like, he's saying, Rav said that. Rav Kook said, Ich bin Rav Nachman. But again, Ich bin Rav Nachman, which means I am Rabbi Nachman, but again, so did Rabbi Israel Barodasser, and and so on. But but hold on one second, hold on second. What, how it's understood in Rav Cook's circles is that in the same way, Rabbi Nachman was persecuted and misunderstood and, and uh, m- you know, maligned because of his very broad vision and and, and things. Rav Kuk felt, <laughs> it's the same tyrant, it's the same thing. Nobody choice. understands me. And they're throwing okay. things at me in the streets because everybody has this kind of capital and can't understand what I'm trying to do or disagrees with me but doesn't have to act in such a way. But like Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Cook never fought back, ever. Like Rabbi Nachman, I should say. And he mm-hmm. instructed his people, take it, take it, they, they, what they did to Rav cook you have to read the history, what they did to Rav cook was Shrek Do you Not know, once, not once at all did he respond. Be, you know, it's a tremendous fantasy. The people say that Ibn Affamah has actually us. He had tremendous admirers
2: in his time. He done Linus and, and, and in Innocent, who, who was, who was, who was, oh, it was mainly of Nossam. The fat. Meat, the the, fat zay, the, the was not was small it. fry. <laughs> the <laughs> Shbal zayda, zayda was the
1: Zakin Haddar. The shemal, and, and, and and all the ones that uh, that supported Ibn Akhmin never did so publicly. They had a hard time doing it. You they had a hard time doing, doing very it. Close with all this is true. And you, and, uh, of course, as we know, Oh, this is true. And, even uh, so, No, but we have but, but he has, had a lot
2: of, a lot of admirers.
1: It's true. His uncle, it's true. So, well, they yeah. By the way of cook also know, had a lot of admirers. Issue, People would like to forget that. that cook also had a lot of admirers. So again, you have to understand which context in which in which in which uh, in which what's that? Yes, yeah, or Cook in London. But let's let's come to the end. Let's come to the end. Let's come to the end. So the Rebbe says over we'll here over ms nifla the The Rebbe says it's an amazing, amazing, amazing thing, an amazing thing. How could this be? Shas sagas gavoya kazeh to live in such a way of openness and awakeness. And consciousness of Elokoz, Hutali Daiko the Brios Oyel Ma It's like Dafga in this place. It's, it sounds crazy. It's a wonder, but it can be if we can develop these eyes, the eyes of the Tzaddikim, Ene Hashem El Tzaddikim, Godly eyes. is Laver We have to come down to this world. That's when Mashiach comes. and all the Hashem come down to this world, it's crazy. All the Neshamas have to come to this world as if there's something we can gain here that we can't get up there? Yes. Yes. Paradoxically, counterintuitively, crazily. Everything, everything, everything. We need to have our eyes open to it. We're not going to do the rest of the Torah right now. I want to just go quickly through the Rav and then we'll finish for tonight. But the Rebbe basically says in the next paragraph, the next few... He says, we need to daven to HaKadosh Baruch open our eyes, help us live on this way. Yiddishkeit is not a, a, a cultural engagement with certain things where we have to do or feel guilty about doing or not doing. Yiddishkeit is mamish a mission to develop myself. Not like, okay, I become like a Tzuras Adam and Godless and, Adam and have good Midas and all this. It's all nice. Much bigger than this. Much bigger than this, especially in Ardhar. Much bigger. This is the Rebbe's Hasagil. Let's take a look at the piece from is there a Is There's a direct connection
2: between the
1: Chino Shabbos and the Chino Baranahim of the Rabbeinu? Uh, uh, yes. Through Rabshim and Barichai. Because Rabshim and Barichai is a new of Mesh Rabbeinu. And they refer to Rabshim and the Zarqa that he said, An Shabbos to Kuli They said, You are Shabbos. Because the Shabbos is in time, what the Tzaddik is in the human identity, and what the Beis Amitush is in space. These are the three realms. Right? There's time, there's space, and then there's the human being. And so all these things align. So Shabbos and the Tzadik is Mamashwan. Okay, the last couple of minutes, we might be over time, but just stick with me for this piece. Anybody wants to leave? Absolutely at any time. Um, but really let's just let's just try to open our hearts to this piece. I'm gonna to try to read it quickly. Riff cook is not easy to learn, as you'll see in a minute. But this might be one of the most beautiful so things. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it quickly, never fear.
2: I want the bench it's, it's, um,
1: Ah, okay. It's, um, so, 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 where are we holding ready? That's ready, an hour?
2: It's an hour and a half. Oh, it's an
1: hour and a half. Okay, but you know, so, Be'ezer yeah. Hashem, let's start with this next week. Seder? Let's let's start with this start, next week. Just
2: summarize the whole thing, yeah. you, you probably you can't that. do
1: that. It's just not a sure, crazy the jumping was, so many different
2: factors involved. This world like is, the it.
1: is is in potentia, in potential, the greatest gile of a that there is. Nothing else is preventing us from perceiving HaKadosh Baruch Hu and every sensation of human experience other than our identification with the guv and our lack of identification with the neshama and seeing the world through neshama eyes. The more that we can develop the consciousness, the das of Rabbeinu HaKadosh and all the tzaddikim Amitim who are giving us this Elevated kind of understanding of what we're doing here, the more that a walk in the park can be the greatest of Hashem in the world, and the more that I can, so to speak, conquer the world by turning every particle of physicality into a chafes mitzvah of the mitzvah In so doing, making the world a dear b'tachtonim and bringing the world closer and closer to the final redemption.
2: Amen.